0: Hey y'all, you're listening to Heaving Bosoms, the podcast where two best friends are currently mired in the details and the feelings and the glory of a court of wings and ruin. It's who we are now. And to begin today, I actually want to go off the beaten path and do a quick plug for my family business. If you don't know, my partner Michael owns a comic shop. And since New Jersey rightly closed all non essential businesses for quarantine, Michael put a ton of his stock online at manifestcomics.com. He's got a big young reader section, offers free shipping at $50 and up, and responds quickly when people ask for recommendations or have general questions via his website. I'm particularly proud of a program he's got to make sure kids can keep reading. He's partnered with our local school district, and through his website, you can donate young reader bundles that are given out with the free lunch program that's still happening in our hometown. So if you're not into comics or geekdom, you can still bring some joy into a child's life. Whether you're in the market for a graphic novel for yourself, a run of comics for Father's Day, a way to spice up your teenager's reading, or board books for your toddler, we've got it support a vibrant small business and a host you love by shopping at ManifestComics.com. I'll link in the show notes. And now we have part four of A Court of Wings and Ruin by Sarah J. Moss. Here we go. 12 <laughs> <from> never gone. <laughs> I know I just kept going didn't I I'm still not you know it's what Sarah dared us to do in Sarah's episode about never being kissed to just keep going and like bluff each other for how long we could go yeah that's true I could only make it to 12 <laughs> I was still laughing about your like phlegm based vocal warm-up are you okay yeah, yeah I'm good <laughs> oh yeah. it's so good it feels so good to clear it out you know yeah 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 yeah. yeah. clear it out like an old english general <laughs> That's- well listener um welcome to a court of podcast and podcast yes um this is as you know the Akotar series podcast with Erin and Melody. This Mm -hmm. is part four of, I hope, five? Of five. Melody. I think we can do it at five. (laughs) We're going to do the end of the year wrap up and it's going to be like, which was your favorite hero? Resand or Resand? Because that's the only (laughs) book we did this year. you know what it will be worth it is it yeah is it to listener who didn't read this book listener is here a month for and a us. half melody a month and a half no We've five weeks here. five weeks count them depending <laughs> on the month is it month and a half <laughs> depending on where the days fall mm-hmm. with the mondays mm-hmm. no nope, it's still just five weeks no nope. yeah <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I, can, I don't know if I can keep going. Listen, you have to. And the su- the more you keep going, the further we get into this thing. So <laughs> True. That's how it goes. <laughs> the only way out is through. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Honestly, I'm so good with this. I love this. <laughs> I'm so totally good with I this. I do I will say I do love talking about this book with you. I just want to read something else because i feel like if i read something else i'm gonna forget what's going on in this book oh my gosh that's i know what you don't like have the same kind of brain as me but like I've been i feel reading like I, like three other books a week at least i know I, i'm sure you have because we have different <laughs> types of brains but if i go wow. on a book vacation i will forget like the details of this book will leak out of my brain oh, no. so fast again okay. Things happened in this book this week that I was like, What? Like <laughs> honestly, yeah, same. I was taking notes on like the next the well, this episode, and I was like, Oh my god, that's right. That's how they got to this place over there. Yeah. Like that was the impetus. I didn't know that. Uh huh. It's yeah. great. It's like, like reading a partially new book. Yeah. And it's nice. Twice in the reading of Ako War I have been like Jurians there? Twice now. <laughs> Twice (laughs) Oh, I wasn't surprised by the second Appearance of Jurian I was, and it wasn't because Jurian is on the good side As is the only rational Choice for Jurian It is, it wasn't that It was that he was there, and I Am begging you to explain why he was At that man's house We're gonna wait I'm just saying it's a surprise to me (laughs) Because it is a nonsense to me yes you know what i'm saying like the things that make no sense just fell out of my head like i remembered Uh that dream came over to their side but i didn't Mm -hmm. remember he was at like gray we're gonna get there okay i'm sorry don't do it i'm sorry okay are you ready yeah we gotta move should we do it here we go okay so they've just had the meeting it went poorly
1: (laughs) 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 she boiled
0: round baron because afterwards, Reese is like, great job at the meeting, Feyre. And she's like, oh, I really fucked it up when I exploded and showed everybody my powers as we all agreed uh-huh. that I wasn't going to do. And he's like, no, because of that, it was No, it well. was so hot. I can't wait <laughs> to put it in you later. Right. <laughs> if you weren't wearing such dress, I might finger bang you right now. Anyway. He could get around. There's panels. It's a silky dress. There have to be panels. Anyway. So, they go back to their chambers, and Helion joins them, and all of a sudden, Helion is like Mr. Cool Guy shooting the smiles and cracking the breeze. Nope. Cracking the smiles (laughs) and shooting the breeze. Can I ask you, like, a very important question? Please. What? Chapter are you in? 47. (laughs) Outstanding. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe even forty-eight. Oh, my do- oh, good. Okay. All right. I was. I was pretty close, but I wasn't quite in the same spot you were in. All right. Yeah. So <laughs> Helian's there. He's yeah, being Helian's like, have- "Why won't anyone ever have a threesome with me? Like, what gives? <laughs> like, there's serious world politics going on, and he's just like, ah, None of these assholes will ever have a threesome with me. And it's I know bullshit. he's like, like, We've favors, got like, all I night. Agree. Hard agree." Oh, my God. It is so good because he's like, hey, Morin, Cassian, and Cassine and Azriel, we still haven't hopped on each other. And I feel like all of us would have a grand old time in bed. Mm-hmm. And Rhys- so Farah does a big confuse on her mm-hmm. face. Why and, not? Well, yeah. And Reason's like, do you want someone else to join us in our bedsicles? And Farah's uh, like, you're incorrigible. And then more is is Aaron's hero kind of but she also points out something deeply gross that I didn't <laughs> need to know about Sarah Moore says whatever you're did you saying call me mind your either shit what did you call me Sarah no, I called Sarah J. Moss or oh, Mass, depending on yes, okay. how you correct me, world. I don't know. Okay, when I say Moss, people tell me it's Mass. When I say Mass, people tell me it's Moss. I don't know until she tells me herself, like Tiffany Rice. I will not know, and I really doubt that's ever going to happen. I feel like I'm never going to get any um, uh, thank you cards from Sarah J. Moss Mass, but I hope so because I love her books. Okay. Um, <laughs> whatever you're saying mind to mind this is what Moore is saying either share it or go to another room so we don't have to sit here comma stewing in your sense (laughs) like they're making animal smells (laughs) yeah they're making arousal turmal gross more they can smell her wetness they can smell the semen beating Ooh. on the head of his cock. <laughs> <laughs> I just think of when my dogs get in like a fight and then they get real stinky, you know, because they're like <laughs> eking out all their hormones or whatever. Ooh. <laughs> they're just marinating in it. And now think of every time. So now when Lucian was whisked into the Volaris and he's standing mm-hmm. in a townhouse all confused. Now we have the added layer oh, that he no. was smelling how oh, turned on no. Feyre Gross. and Reese were. What is that? <laughs> Ew. Maybe he couldn't smell it over his own stank at that moment, because it had been oh, several weeks at that it point. It had right? been a many days, yeah. Can I say also, right before this conversation, Farah yeah. thinks at Reese, do you really believe Tamlin's claim that he's been working for our side the whole time? And Reese does, and like so does she. And I just want to say, we're smarter than them, because we are not buying that bullshit. We said so last episode. Yeah, that he was not thinking that mm-hmm. the whole time. Feyre and Reese, you're wrong. He was not. No, they continue to be hot dummies. Yes. Alright, so they're talking about mistakes that Baron made in like the last war because they're like, what the fuck <laughs> right. is Baron gonna do? Is he gonna be on our side? Is he not? And Helian's like, well, he waffled last war and he really paid for it and so did his wife and like her whole family. So I am hoping that he learns from his mistakes and then we find out we find out, like, through this tangent that Helion had a decades long on and off affair right. with Baron's abused wife. Yes. But this is something everyone seems to know except yes. for Feyre. Yes. This is an open secret to everyone in the world besides Baron. No, Baron no- found out. Remember? Right, 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 right. Because then he yeah, beat sorry, the piss sorry, sorry, out sorry. of her and they right. never saw each other again. Yeah. Right. Sorry. Yes. Fuck. Ugh. What Ugh. a fuck. Ugh. Yeah, maybe I, I just blocked that up. But this is an open secret. Yes, but somehow, somehow, it is only the mind of Feyra, Feyra, and their brilliant brain, riddle solving, <laughs> barely literate mind—it's <laughs> love. Only <laughs> Feyra is able to figure out that Lucian is Helion's son, yeah. not Baron's son. A fact that will never matter to anyone. It might, though. But could. But probably doesn't matter at Not all. Not in this book. Not It oh, doesn't matter God. in this book. It's a trilogy. It's a trilogy, trilogy, trilogy. No, fuck you. It's a series. So you think that Lucian and Elaine are going to go be the leaders of the Schmurr Court? I have wishes for how I want this to go. I don't yeah. think that they're going to be made come true. I think true. that's probably how it turns out. But it doesn't matter in the next, I don't know, thousand pages or so. No, no, but basically we figure out that not only is he Helian's son, which explains why Baron hates his face so much. But that's the thing. But also, what? Everybody seems to know. Lucian has darker skin than his brothers. His brothers yeah. seem to know that he's not Baron's son. Baron seems to know that he's not Baron's son. Why is no one else who knew of this decades-long affair <laughs> figured this out, except for dumb, dumb Feyre in this moment? And, like, surprises the Uh hell out of Reese with this information. Incredible. 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 But, basically, Lucian is the Day Court's sole heir. And I'm stoked about it. (laughs) Because he's been training to be High Lord his whole goddamn life. Yeah, and he'd be a great High Lord. Great High Lord, you know? (laughs) Did you also notice in this scene, somebody's, like, gonna say something, and then somebody's like, Hey, um, careful what you say, because even the birds in the Dawn Court (laughs) report to Thyssen. And Reese is like, it's okay. I already put, like, little bubbles all around all the birds. (laughs) You put little bubbles? Little bubble shields around all the birds, Reese? That's right. And the plants. Oh, God. Immediately when I got here, I just put little bubbles around all the birds. (laughs) (laughs) That's often my first course of action when I go on any vacation. I just bubble up the birds. (laughs) Do you think it's just the birds that are like near, like the near birds, or do you think it's like all the birds? I think the (laughs) I like to think that now every single bird in the dawn court is just flying through like a like a Dumbo bubble, like a Dumbo on an acid trip bubble, yes. He's also warded all their minds. You can't get into the minds of any of those birds. You can't get into those birds. Stop trying to get into those birds. (laughs) (laughs) It's so powerful. It's so powerful. (laughs) No. I just imagine him sitting in the meeting, and there's all these like really important world politics going on, and there's just like a single bead of sweat running down the side <laughs> of his head because he's trying to keep all the bubbles around all the birds in all of the day court, <laughs> dawn court. He's gotta. Oh, okay. Lisa's always doing shit we can't. We don't even know about. Like no. we can't even imagine. But the level can he of mind fix control. a bathtub? No, no, no. That's no, not that his power does not extend to architecture or simple design. But that's the problem. Reese <laughs> can <laughs> fix the bathtub. Reese hasn't fixed the bathtub, <laughs> and that's that's how you know that like problems are problems, regardless of you're with the High Lord of the Great Court or you're just with a regular human man. It's sometimes. True. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes he can but he just hasn't he just hasn't yet okay everybody <laughs> so like get off his scrotum wings is what you i'm saying what's kind of funny is like this whole book is about fixing a bathtub like that <laughs> bathtub in, in, in their house is kind of a metaphor for like this it whole is. book it Nesta is. took a chunk out of that bathtub. That uh-huh. bathtub is tired. That bathtub needs to bring down that wall. Oh, that bathtub is working so hard. That bathtub <laughs> is looking at you. <laughs> like we'll find out later. <laughs> Sometimes you bother the bathtub. Sometimes that bathtub steals your sister. It's true. Maybe that's it. Maybe Reese just like can't even think about the he house can't bathtub think of right now. He bathtub. has so many more big bathtubs to pry. <laughs> true I've got bigger bathtubs to think about Feyre <laughs> so, I so I can't think about making yours bigger too God, Jesus Christ Feyre <laughs> bathtub Feyre hashtag bathtub problem hashtag bathtub problems. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. okay focus so oh we also learn this I don't know why this is so important to me but I have to make sure a listener knows what I just, you know how like Nesta fucked with the cauldron when she was in there. Yeah, I just had this idea of like Nesta having a bath meal in the cauldron. (laughs) That's what pissed (laughs) it off so much. Oh my gosh, there's everything bagel bits. All and up in there, a toast snack in there. Just like, <laughs> <And> <laughs> the crumbs are everywhere. Like, Get the fuck out of me! I'm not for this. I'm a religious implement. <laughs> I am the god of this world. You can't just sit in here and read and have your bath meal. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Continue with the book. I'm sorry. <sighs> Whew, all all right. right, well, at least now we know that Nesta's pro-bath meal, so she's not, like, completely imperfect. So she is a monster, <laughs> confirmed, <laughs> like I thought. Okay, so this is really important to me, because everybody's like, well, why... Or Reese and Feyre are talking to each other in their brain parts. And is like, why does Lucian have the firepower if he's not Baron's son, though? And Reese says that the power is probably comes from the wife's family. Mm-hmm. Because it was a powerful family. Yeah, and Baron just, like, gets to take it because he's High Lord and married to her. Right. So, like, Baron is such a goddamn... oh, uh, just... God, mm-hmm. it's not even your power that she, quote-unquote, stole, you asshole. Yeah. You stole it from the woman you keep under your thumb. You hypocrite, anyway. Yeah. So mad. And Fairy so keeps mad. being like, "Well, how did you let this go on? Why didn't you go save her? Why yeah. if you love her, why aren't you with her right now? What's the deal?" Which yeah. like Fairy gets into people's personal business in this um wow. one fifth of the book in a way that's a little much. Fairy goes ham on people's personal business. But Reese says he probably thinks that he doesn't deserve her. Uh, anyway, uh, um Oh, and then Nesta comes in and is like, "Something's wrong. I'm not going to like specify what." Uh, <laughs> 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 that's not true but she is a hilarious bitch to uh helion because Helian's like ah, brushing off my shoulders hello there uh yeah. uh-huh. Uh-huh. hi i'm and she's and like, she's no, like i you. don't I, give uh, a yeah. fuck yeah i don't i care. need to roll my eyes at my sister please so can yes. you move she's like something's wrong it feels bad but like just kind of like generally but I like don't i don't know, know what it what is do, you guys do i think we should go <laughs> And everybody's like, okay, Nesta, well, that wasn't very specific, so we're just gonna keep living our lives. Well, so the boys like go out and they they do a big search around and they're like, nothing seems amiss, so we're going to bed. And Farah goes to bed with Reese. Oh Reese. and more gets goes to bed. She with like gets Moon. her leg out in front mm-hmm. of Helian, and Helian does a big looker up and down mm-hmm. and then they do a big flirt and then they do a big go to moore's room do you think the mo- was more into that no or was she like making a point or cause, so they you know, talk the about day, it later she looks like real rough yeah but like is she does she look real rough because of good or does she look real rough because of like bad choices she looks real rough that she because- does regret Unsatisfying and regret. Okay, that's what I thought. But yeah. also, like her, like how much she put herself out there was very like, bam. So well, I they know. talk about it later, later, later. I don't know, no, not like in the next. I don't know, a few pages slash in the hunk yeah, that we're going to go just through wasn't today. Sure, but Reese is that. like she always panics when Asriel shows his true feelings, mm-hmm. and then she goes and fucks someone else to make sure he knows that she's not into that. Doesn't mean that she couldn't have had a a nice time. Um I agree. I agree. But I we I mean, you know, you've read the book. Anyway. I (laughs) have read (laughs) allegedly I've read this book. Okay. But I do remember that. Yeah. So then Farah and uh Reese go to bed, and in this section, she tells him that while she was in the spring court, she tried to look for her his mom and sister's wings that Tamlin had because his dad kept them as trophies. And she mm-hmm. found out that Tamlin burned them. And Reese mm-hmm. is like, Well, I appreciate that he gave them that piece. So that's really nice. Mm-hmm. And then she says, Reese, I hope you're not mad, but I don't think I can do it under the same roof as Tamlin. Mm-hmm. And Reese is like, You never have to apologize for anything. Come in Hot. here and get a big snuggle. They did a snuggle all night, wrapped up in his oh, wings. Wrapped up in those wings. Okay. So then at the meeting the next day, Nesta throws up everywhere in front of she, all oh of God. the High Lords. <laughs> she just throws up into like a fancy fountain. <laughs> into the reflecting pool. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and everybody's like, what is wrong with this one? And she's yeah. very like, nothing's wrong with me, <laughs> but there is something wrong. And it's right. Like, mm, girl, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> Lady, you just threw up at a political meeting. <laughs> You <laughs> basically you just threw up at the G twenty, okay? Oh, That's what you did, a, in a fountain. Like in I fountain. just feel like really the cherry on top is that it was in a fountain because it's going to get in that fancy fountain and like spread out everywhere. Oh my god, she killed all the dawn quartz fishes that were in that fountain. There's yeah, definitely koi like in there, an ivory uh, little koi fishes, something. Mm, Who yeah. knows? Anyway, so basically she does a big throw up and a big faint, and then there's a giant kaboom that like mm-hmm. shakes the mountain and shakes everybody and reese jumps on her and there's stuff coming down from the marbles yeah. and it's a and he shoots out his nest. magic oh he's shoots shoot shoot and then he comes back and he says yes they did do take they did take down that wall <laughs> yeah they did <laughs> it does turn out that that wall is, is gone and later on nesta's like I was too late. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. You guys were like playing footsie in the library mm-hmm. and just like hanging out. Well, yeah. They was like, no wonder the King of Highburn tried to come get Nesta before the wall came down. She was the canary in the coal mine. She, she was the warning bell. It's like, yeah. But, like she well, wasn't all though. all good it did you guys. Yeah. yeah. You didn't train her to do her cauldron senses? Yeah. <laughs> the whole point. The whole point is that the canary is more sensitive to the carbon yes. monoxide well, question mark than humans. And so when yeah. you notice the canary is no longer alive, you got to fuck off because you your leave. humanness yeah. is going to get choked to death too, is my understanding of canaries and coal mines. Yeah, You got to know that when the canary dies, it means something. You can't like be mm-hmm. like, oh man, that canary died. Guess it was their time. Oh yeah. Clunk, clunk, clunk. <laughs> more coal mining. Like, No. <laughs> <laughs> that's true and also like what could they have done since they don't even know where the cauldron is nor do they know how to take it down nor the yeah, i mean like what wh- why why yeah. do they even care if nesta's out there being like like throwing up at random intervals nobody <laughs> but i do think figuring out that nesta incorporated a part of the cauldron into her like soul or fairy sure. spirit or whatever could they could have figured out that nesta had a connection to the cauldron and could figure out where it was much earlier in this book let's review that's literally why they had her training to yeah to protect the wall kind of i mean it's like it's like training adjacent right like they had her training to do the oh i get you're saying the same thing as me yeah like she's connected to the cauldron so she might know how to stop it it's like well She's connected to the cauldron, so she might know where to find it, too. Why did no one think of this? Or she might know that the cauldron's, like, yawning and stretching or whatever. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, like, why weren't they training one of those laughing children on the streets of Valaris? they're always talking about? They, Mm -hmm. They chose Nesta specifically because... Of her link to the cauldron, whatever. But I will say that if Nesta wasn't always at an eleven about yeah. everything, like if Nesta wasn't screaming because like her dinner isn't exactly what she wanted, then when she's screaming because she feels bad, maybe somebody would give a fuck. Nesta, She's That's like it's true. bad. I don't know why. Let's just go. If she wasn't like that at the end of every night, then maybe yeah, we would Fair care? enough. But she's like the girl at the party that every time is like, I want to go now. So the fact that she's doing that in the middle of the meeting is not important to anyone. True. All right. So then they say goodbye. And Varian, you know, the guy from uh, Summer Court, looks at everybody and he's like, tell Amarin dot, dot, dot. No, I'll tell her. And they're like, with his dick. No, anyway. (laughs) Yeah, hot. So then at home. Nesta says, Nesta, like, all of a sudden is, like, picking at her green beans or whatever. And she's like, Mm -hmm. we should have evacuated everyone months ago. Oh, my God, Nesta. And everybody's like, well, where are we going to take them, question mark? And, like, I think you're only talking about the people on our estate. And, like, they're going to want to bring, I don't know, their family because Mm -hmm. they're people who understand how to love other beings. So, like, Nesta, if you wanted to be a participant in this, you could have been. Like, yeah. this is not your time to armchair quarterback. <laughs> if you're going to armchair quarterback, it should be your own actions and how you're like, fuck you, I don't want a job. I just right. like lounging. Why fight when fuck others you. can do it for me? I don't want to train. You guys can yeah. kill them for me. Yeah, exactly. This is not your job to, like, critique the actions of others right now in conversations that you didn't want to be in. True. So then, Elaine... Says that they could probably take all of their staff and like all of the adjacent people to her former fiance Grayson's estate because his dad is apparently a fairy hating prepper, so Mm -hmm. he's got (laughs) big walls. (laughs) He's a prepper, that is exactly (laughs) what (laughs) Carol thinks. Oh my god, that is true! No (laughs) one below the wall has toilet paper everyone is out of every essential item because the the gray blurms or whatever (laughs) have them. That is so true. Yes. All the ash trees in all of below the wall are all there. Behind that compound walls. That's right. Oh, my God. You're right. (laughs) Yep. Oh, my God. He has every baked bean that's ever been manufactured (laughs) in his fortress. That's right. Oh, my God. You're right. (laughs) Okay. So then, Elaine says that she can go talk to Grayson and Mm -hmm. and convince him to take all the people in. And they're like, hey, girl, you look super like a fairy, though. And she's like, you can cloak me, Reese. You can cloak me like you did other cloaking things. Right. And then they're like, hopefully, not only can I get them to agree to let the people in, but also to allow you to do like magic protection wards. Mm -hmm. And then she looks at Feyre and she's like, hey, don't kill him. And Farrah's like, I can't make that promise because I'm going to protect you above everything else. And if he decides to be a terrible worm, then I'm going to squish him. All right. And then Cassian needs Reese to go to an Illyrian war camp to make a quote unquote pretty speech because the wall has fallen. And I don't know what this means. Does this mean that they're not allowed to do rapes? Like, what does this mean? (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) like what i'm reluctant to talk because rue is barking so much in the background and you're not going to be able to edit it oh, God, Oh it's never going to stop she's such a bitch today she got out yeah she went under the fence she got out she got into another she went under the fence in another person's yard she became their dog no, for a no. while <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? Uh, don't do rapes. Like Maybe. Maybe I don't that's know what it. I don't I, know. Do they? They don't need to inspire these Valerian warriors. They can't inspire I them. Thought that's what it was. Why do they need inspiration? They just love I doing it with this. This is like literally their life. Yeah, but like it was also like literally the life of all the the Scottish Braveheart soldiers. William Wallace still wrote out there and did a big speech. He did. You know, when you're, if there's anything that I have learned from films. It is that when you are gravely outnumbered Uh by a million orcs right, or English or, you know, whatever it happens Uh to be, Uh it's important to get out there on a horse and give your biggest inspire. But that's also not where we are in the battle right now. Sure. I'm just saying that's maybe what they're talking about. Anyway, I don't know why we had to go to this Illyrian war camp, but we're going. I don't either. We're there. But... Oh, no, we're not there yet because Cassian... Uh, Nesta tries to do a walk by Cassian to go get changed. And mm-hmm. he stops her with his arm. And mm-hmm. then he's like, if you're going down to the human lands without me, then you need to know how to protect yourself. And you need to make sure that you Ugh. you don't hesitate. It's and just, like, here's like, a blade. And here are the squishy parts on men's why don't you grab on my squishy parts and it is a big sexy protect and a big show I mean, and tell it's fine it's just it's hard Aaron, when you see on. your friends get like niched up with a woman who you know is just like a bitch you know it's like <laughs> it's sexy or whatever but it's just hard to like watch as your friend starts getting like tangled up with somebody who you know is just gonna like eat his heart and you're just like cassie she does not, she does Mora not have agrees with interest you. at heart. Like, she is not a nice person. And he's just like, she's hot. You know, like, she, he just cannot. <sighs> Some people just cannot help themselves. And it's hard. It's hard to watch Cassian fall for Nesta in this way. It's true. And you know what? I think that more would be hashtag team Aaron on this one. Thank you. Yeah. I'm hashtag team more most of the time. Right. That's true. Um. Did we already go do a big Briaxis? No, we're doing that right now. Oh, okay. So then- <laughs> I'm like, I'm, okay. 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 So then, Faye goes to see Amryn, and Amryn is reading on that book that reads you. And it's a whisper <laughs> You're a slut. Yes. You're a liar. Hey, Feyre, stop <laughs> breaking men's brains with your pheromone. You're not as smart as you think you are. That <laughs> riddle was hella easy. <laughs> I know I'm a book. <laughs> okay. So then um, – Pharaoh wants Amarin to help her go talk to that monster under the library, and his name is Briaxis. Just, just guys, imagine this. Yeah. Pharaoh has already made a deal with that monster. Right. She has waited until now to uh-huh. be like, Amron, do you know that monster? Like that would I, I would have come up from Monster Lair. Yeah, Reese would have been like, "Are you?" Oh, and I would have slapped him to the side, and I would have been like, "Where's Amron? I just made a deal with an ancient monster, and I need help." Do you know Monster? What is he like? Does he have name? Who does he want to hang out with for eternity? What how are his favorite subjects of conversation? Yes. I mean, like, the idea that she never asks the right questions of the right people at the right time is just crazy. <laughs> like, why didn't she ask Amrit, like, Ouroboros? What is that? How do I look at it? <laughs> you know, like, it's so how, crazy. How Favorite Grab, Take... Yeah, and it's like, now, <laughs> why now? It's just, it's nuts. Anyway, anyway, so she she does do that, and now well, she finds the, out actually, he has a name. the only reason that she goes to Amran is because she needs Amran to break the ancient wards, keeping the monster under the library. Right. Which, like, first of all, you are married to the High Lord, the most powerful High Lord that's ever High Lorded. And it does seem that he, like, serves you guys, right? Yeah, like, he's very deferential. Uh-huh. Anyway. He didn't eat her. He did not. And he could have very Mm -hmm. easily. And her brain Mm -hmm. would be such a snack, you know? Yes. I know. It would have been delicious is all I'm saying. Okay. So then... Farrah goes down there with Amryn, and Amryn has to keep like stepping on her toes because Farah is the worst negotiator I've mm-hmm. ever seen. She's like, <laughs> hey girl, Briaxis, what do you want for fighty times? And Bri- yeah. Briaxis is like, a window to the stars and the moon and the sky, maybe a cloud. And she's uh-huh. like, that's all, girl? Yeah, that's I all know. you want? Like, oh God, this I really felt like. I could give you like- so much more. <laughs> Amryn's like, shut your fucking mouth. Yes, I really Jesus. felt for Amron as Faye's attorney in this negotiation, where <laughs> she just kept having to be like, "I speak for you. I, I am a representative. I speak for you." It, it was like it was like a divorce negotiation, where it's like it was. We're getting what you want. If you stop talking right now, we'll get the house. Okay, uh-huh. like just calm it down. It's true. Yeah. I really it felt like a- she was mom arming her really hard in this hard. Thing. Yeah. Anyway, so they make a bargain that. Briaxis is going to fight for him and obey all orders and get his window. And it's exciting. So they go to winnow out, and everyone is pausing to drink in the normalcy and like hear those fucking mm-hmm. laughing children that nobody will shut up the about. Goals. <laughs> Have you ever been somewhere where you're like, yay, gulls? I love to listen to these. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Never. But they Never. love listening to the songs of the gulls the goals. in Valaris, which <laughs> is like, yeah, the whole point, like, <laughs> the Little Mermaid made a very big joke about it how did. goals are not pleasant to listen to. <laughs> it was a good joke, too. Yeah, and it I was I stand accurate. behind that joke. Yeah, it's a good joke because it's relatable and accurate, because goals <laughs> suck, and you don't like to listen to them. It's true. But yeah, they do listen to those goals for a while. Yeah, so anyway, then, okay, and then Azriel is about to take Elaine, because Moore has taken Cassian and Nesta, much to more chagrin. She does not like this bitch Nesta is on her arm. Then Asriel goes to take Elaine and we get this small but very incredible passage where it says, then Asriel, gently taking Elaine's hand in his own, as if afraid his scars would hurt her. Hot. Oh. When are we going to get an Asriel book? Well, these are part of my wishes, Aaron. Are you going to tell me your wishes? Listen, my wishes no, are—they should wait, be at the wait end. Wait till the end. Wait till the end. They should be at the end. Wait till on, the on end. Our, we need on our, our book wrap up to keep listening. This is this is listener. a heat cliffhanger. That's right. That's what that is. Melody's you gotta not going to tell you her wishes. Uh huh. You got to wait a whole other episode for my wishes, listener. I need you to know that Melody's wishes almost always involve how dare you. Polyamory What? and <laughs> okay. <Well. laughs> Have happy endings that are just not possible. <laughs> I still think it could be Cunnilingus right now or <laughs> dinosaur porn. That's what a Prince of Christmas number two could be. <laughs> and that was her, what I wish for next year's what was that, a prince of what was that movie? A called? Christmas Prince, right? A night, a, a, no, no, a knight in shining in shining armor. No, that can't be right. A Christmas. Guys, of, it was that Christmas Christmas time travel Netflix movie. <laughs> and she thinks that that like Hallmarky slash Lifetimey Netflix Christmas movie may, will maybe involve Cunnilingus next time. It will not. It will Listen, not. Geriatrics need Cunnilingus too. That's all I'm saying. That crone. Had it going on? Well, that that's not a hot take. That's that that take is cold as ice because she that deserves did a have young it going on. virile knight to draw the name the number thirty three on her clit with his tongue <laughs> over and over again. Okay, <laughs> that's what she deserved. All right. Speaking of, I just had a friend come to me because she was reading a Kindle Unlimited book that involved a tongue quote tornado. Oh, okay and then a bite oh a clip bite yeah it was a tornado and then a bite without warning and she's like can you recommend a book to me i just read this (laughs) (laughs) anyway um okay all right right, okay and then you recommended the red no she wanted another kindle unlimited book so there uh, so there's a talia hibbert and there's a uh there's a Kristen callahan out there okay okay good job aaron yeah, thank you. Yeah. Okay, so now, Feyre tells resand about the bargain, and then she wonders if they'll ever see the townhouse ever again. And he says, yes, we will. And then she prays that he's correct. And now, it's part three, high lady, motherfucker, High lady! Pew, pew. Okay. We made it. We made it. We did it. Chapter 51. We're going to Grey Blurm's house. No, that's not true. First, no? we have to make a quick pit stop in the Illyrian war camp. Ugh. Because they talk... Shut your mouth. You're going to love this. They okay. immediately talk to Devlin. Wait, who's Devlin? Devlin is the general of the Illyrians, dude. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah, you're He's totally that misogynist right. that won't train yep. the little girl, girls with wings. Yeah, I All remember right. now. So, then he he's looking at everybody and he looks nesta square in the face and he says yep. what is that yes. and then everybody's like don't even worry about it and he responds that's a bitch <laughs> and Aaron laughed and laughed and high-fived misogynist is my note no well, he says she's a witch a witch yeah whatever but he says that's a bitch <laughs> he doesn't he says witch <laughs> But this was one time where I was kind. Of, I was like, "Get it, Nesta," because he was like, "Are you a witch?" And she was like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm a, I'm a witch." Because there's there's nothing worse than like going to a place and then somebody's like, "Who's she?" And it's like, "Mind your own fucking business." Who I am? Like, I I was really pro Nesta in this one moment where she's like, "Yeah, I'm a fucking witch. That's what I am. Move on with your life." Anyway, so more cloaks Elaine up and then they go to the human land. So they go they go a knock knock knocking on this prepper's door, and the servants take them into a guard tower. They won't let them anywhere further in. And sorry. Wait. What? <laughs> Elaine's in that war camp too. And there's oh, just yeah. this moment where Elaine in her <laughs> pale pink dress. Finer than the one she usually wore, crinkling beneath her, sits in a chair, and she says, Will, will many of the soldiers die? <laughs> God, <laughs> Elaine! Not to mention that you're the fucking seer in this room! Yeah! So sad Elaine! Or don't! Yes! Yes, Elaine, everybody's gonna die, Elaine! Why don't you look into your brain parts and figure it the fuck out, Elaine? <sighs> We're going to war, and these are soldiers. Yeah, it's a war! It's a <laughs> war, Elaine! <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Anyway, now we're gonna right. go to Gray phlarm. I just imagine that Elaine tried to like pack seeds oh. and everyone was like everyone was <laughs> like, Elaine, <laughs> you're not gonna have time to tend the seeds. <laughs> I, like, I hate her. <laughs> what are you, Ladybird Johnson? <laughs> you're not allowed. <laughs> we're not beautifying highway medians <laughs> right now. Not okay. <laughs> On the oh my god! What a solid Lady Bird Johnson joke! Oh my god, this is so good! <laughs> oh, you hit me right where I live. <laughs> Ooh, I love a good First Lady Agenda joke and you were right there. Oh... <laughs> Right. So, Although I really liked the highway beautification. I did too <laughs> it's, 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 it's real, it's tangible <laughs> It's attainable, and she did it She did it, she executed it, it happened And now they're beautiful Good for Elaine for <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so the, the fiancé comes in And he's like panting and a panting And he's like Elaine, how are you? And she's like, I'm okay Kinda, but Oh, there's a problem. The wall is down, and she tries to get him to do all the things we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. And then his dad comes into the room, and his dad is like, "Oh, nice try, there, Goldilocks, but oh, I, I had a three bears joke that was for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna happen." <laughs> oh no anyway, <laughs> he's like <laughs> okay so he's like we've got a lot more fucking intel than you think we do and we know that like you're trying to come in here and ask us for a favor when you're also lying to us and is yeah. like i lie about nothing what are you talking about i'm not lying i don't know what you mean and he's like you're a fucking fey you fucking fey yeah and she gets you. a real sad she does a she does a big cower. Oh, come on. Elaine has never done a big cower. She That's starts true. at a cower. She, she remains lives in a at cower. a cower. <laughs> she lives at cower. But guess who saunters out? Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. Not them. yet. Oh, not Shurm. yet. Sharon. Okay. So then he's like, we know that both of you are, or Faye. we know why. We know about those queens. We know everything. And they're like, how do you know about all? Actually, my exact note is they've got way more intel than these hot dummies expect and when they ask how who enters erin guess who saunters out oh. from behind the schmurm? it is Jurian, <gasps> and you sure guys man. surprise he's on the good side what <laughs> To the extent it made no sense to you that he was on the bad side because (laughs) it didn't align at all with any of his interests. No. You were right. He is on that good side. Why is he at Grey Flurb's house? Who knows? (laughs) But he is here and he He did tell them everything he knows about stuff. Yeah. So then he looks at everybody and he's like, How did you not fucking know? That yeah. I've been on your side the whole oh time, God, you Rhys. fucking assholes. Like, especially you, Resand. usually sipping on all that demon tea. And Rhysand honestly has a very tragic response, but it does not mm-hmm. excuse him at all. It, it made my heart hurt a little bit. Yeah, but also, like, suck it up, Reese. You've yeah. done worse. Mm-hmm. He looks at Jorane and he says, I didn't want to go into your mind because I didn't want to see her. And it's like, oh, out in But like also, Pharaoh, what is your excuse? Yeah. Because like your whole point to be in the spring court during that whole time was to like read minds and see what was up. Yeah. You never threw a demon tea toward Durian? You never did a poke around there? A little poke? Especially when you guys were like fighting the whole time and he like kind of was letting on that he suspected that you were a spy. You never like Tried to check it out, you know? Yeah. Yeah, doesn't matter. So then he's like I didn't go crazy. I didn't switch sides. I'm not working out against my my own interests nor my principles. I don't want to kill Miriam and Draken. I actually want to find them so that I can say a big sorry. Sorry, he guys. A smoocher or a killer, you guys? No, he wants to say sorry. Yeah, he wants to tell them best wishes and be happy what? for Evzies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's his way of warning them. To make sure they know that Highburn is around to make the whole world think that he's hunting them, hunt, hunt, <laughs> yeah, and he also told them that Tamlin ran straight back to fucking Highburn, and they're planning to attack the summer court tomorrow, guys, done tomorrow, done tomorrow, okay, so then, Elaine's shitty fiance, oh God this guy, oh he looks at her and he's like take that ring off i will never take you back ooh, ooh, ooh. first oh, they sorry. talk about how she's betrothed to some high lord's fairy son oh yeah and she's like it doesn't matter that i don't want have to read like it? a conscious sure okay it's, it says it's a it's a rough it says you're his mate do you even know what that means it means she's nothing like, elaine what a big said handsplain. she's a fairy oh, okay you're hero. right, right. fuck on. yourself yeah go fuck yeah. yourself it means nothing, Elaine said, her voice breaking. It means nothing. I don't care who decided it or why they did. You belong to him. I belong to no one, but my heart belongs to you. Grayson's face hardened. I don't want it. Ooh, this yeah. fucker. And turns out he is, he's an even bigger bigot than his dad, which was yeah. a curveball I didn't see coming yeah I thought he was like the sweet and the dad was the bigot yeah bigotry out, it amplifies in the young it's like DDT it does those oh. eggshells just get thinner and thinner oh my god Erin <laughs> <laughs> I love a good environmental <laughs> job you yeah, like, like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a good endangered ooh. species ooh. Ooh. get me right where I live <laughs> <Pesticides>? okay <laughs> Oh, God. Okay. And then Jurian does a big sexy competence mic drop on everybody because he's annes like, what's next for you, big guy? And uh, Jurian says, well, uh, first I'm going to go put on a show at Highburn about how I couldn't find Miriam and Draken. And then I'm going to go back to those queens and start sabotaging all their courts up so that they Mm -hmm. are too busy to sail over here. (laughs) and then he inserts in here so he's like you guys know about bird lady you know about bird lady she's flying around she's cursed by that uh (laughs) cursed sorcerer you know about bird queen yeah you guys already knew that cool 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 cool. anyway true and then he's like oh also you gotta hit the left flank real hard because that's where they're weakest and that's where you're gonna scare the bejesus out of them and i can't wait to see you you know in the future and Mm -hmm. i'll see you soon oh and then he looks at pharah and he goes Good job murdering up Dagden and brother, get in me. That was really nice work. (laughs) And she's like, I didn't do it for glory. I did it for those like, No one said you were glorious. Sarah, calm the fuck down. She's like, I did it for those kids of the blessed. And he's like, No, that's why I like you, girl. Yeah. And then he just uh, squelches out in his sweaty leathers. And I liked it. Yeah. He does a big sweaty leather saunter. Okay. You guys, it's summer court Battle Part two, mm-hmm. and we are ready to go, so Rasand is sweating real hard by the time they get there because he's been cloaking them all the <laughs> way down, yep, and then Farah and Morris sit on a hill to watch, yeah, they do a battle, blah, 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 Ooh. fight, fight fight. Cassian oh hits the left flank, which has got the inexperienced nobles. They do a yeah. swoosh. They do a Highburn is not ready. They're not using any feybane, which I found to be very suspicious. Yeah. Oh, and then Cassian does this thing or toward the end of the battle, where like some of them have fucked and off and like running scared. Oh my god, yeah. he breaks rank out of the front line. And he lets down his siphon shield, and he puts away his full body shield. He just brings out his like tiny arm Viking shield, and he's like he's using like just his prowess and his body to run through these ranks in a swish and a swash and a sword and a s- cut off his head, and it's a big hot. And he's like blocking these arrows with his physical shield, and he's heading right toward a Hibern captain that's mounted on horseback, and this. Hibern Captain is flailing around trying to find mm-hmm. a weapon, which I don't understand. If you're still mounted, where did your weapon go? Regardless, he takes <laughs> his discarded sword and yeah. he throws it at Cassian. And Cassian does this super hot. Uh, what does he do? Well, he's Skippity on we- over there. And oh, and Moore says <laughs> that battles are like a symphony to Cassian, which I really liked. Hot. And then Cassian squishes his wings in and he leans into his shield and he catches that that spear with his shield and then he cuts off the side of it. And I don't know, like, listen, Erin, I'm mostly a pacifist, but there's something about a fictional battle, you know, that's like so mm-hmm. sexy. Anyway, mm-hmm. then Cassian gets rid of his shield and mm-hmm. his Ah, uh, sword, and he picks up a discarded spear because he's gonna beat this fucker at his own game. And he throws this spear so hard the whole battle stops and looks at Cassian Agatha Christie, which I believe is <laughs> the full name. What? And then <laughs> when it goes straight wait, through. Wait, you're so deep in names, I don't even know who you're <laughs> referring to. That's Cassian's uh, birth name. That's what's on his uh, birth certificate. No, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Cool, cool. I just thought we should give him the honor of his full title, is <laughs> <Okay>. all. Is <laughs> his <laughs> name even close to that? <laughs> so he, anyway, this fear <laughs> goes all the way through the chest of this Hyburn soldier and it knocks him even off the horse, and then everybody goes running. But guess what? guys guess who's at the river it's tarquin he's been cloaked all along too so tarquin with his many soldiers stops everybody and it's done now and reese is like it's your place wait does tarquin's army continue to fight the hibern army after they've retreated no the hibern army is just like hemmed in they've got the night court on one side the summer court in front of them there's nowhere for him to go and so they're all starting to surrender Okay. And then Tarquin does a big merciless, and he decides just to murder everybody, so he drowns them. So yes, was the answer to my question. So what? they're trying to retreat. Hybron yeah? is trying to retreat. Yeah. After their leader has been murdered. See, I'm mostly an army, um, but there is something about a fictional battle that I do yeah. skip every time. So- oh! <laughs> the- <laughs> so the leader's down. The army is yeah. fleeing, mm-hmm. and Tarquin traps them in and then drowns them all post-surrender. Yeah, that's roughly how it goes, yeah. That's fucked up, Tarquin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tarquin got a lot less sexy in this section, because they are, like, a bunch of them are like, we'll sell you information, just let yeah. us live, we'll be prisoners of war, can't yeah. wait, and he's like, yeah. drown you with my water power Ooh. on dry land. That's rough. It's rough. Yeah. yeah. And nobody has like a chat with him about it afterwards. I have a strategic question. Tell me everything. Where's Moore during the entirety of this battle? Oh, Moore's camping out with Pharaoh watching. Why? Moore is one of your top three best soldiers. Because Pharaoh, protection because cloak, uh, sister... Cloak her protect- like you did cloak that whole me. I don't know, because is also like itching to get some blood yeah. on her hands. I mean, Maura pretty it. much cleared that whole summer palace. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, she's really talented on the battlefield. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Okay, so they make camp there and Resand and Cassian come over and we have another Cassian-Nesta moment because Cassian doesn't say a word and Nesta says you're hurt let me look at your arm it was hot and then she bandages him and he's like grunting at her (sighs) and uh, they do a lot of like long stares into each other's eyes i mean it was hot but just imagine being cassian's best friend in that room watching this happen and just being like this this isn't she's a man eater man this isn't gonna go well for you more slash Aaron immediately walk in, and Cassian yeah. rips his hand away and starts like joking around with More. So you uh-huh. know, you know, because he knows he knows his friends hate his new girlfriend because she sucks. She sucks. Okay, so then four days later, they find out that Hibern snuck past them and is headed toward the Winter Court. Mm-hmm. So then everybody is like, what do we do? What do we do? Oh, no, so we can't be in two places at once. We can't have our cake in it too. It's not, we don't have magic. Wait, we have magic. Oh, my God, we have magic. So then Varian is like, we can create a glamour down here that makes everybody think we're here when really we're marching up north, exhausting everyone, but getting to the place where we can throw swords again. Mm-hmm. So then that's what they do. Feyre does the cloak with Reese, and then they march and they fly and they march and they fly and then they go to attack Hybern when they're really tired. But guys, Hybern's not tired. No. It was a ruse. It was a big fake out. Oh, my God. They're getting their asses handed to them. Reese has like basically no magics left because of all the cloaking and the glamoring and all of the effort that he's been making. Nobody has any magics left because they're all injured and tired to begin with. The birds alone, you know. Oh my god, they're so bubbled up. <laughs> still, still. The uh, first thing he does when he gets to the battle is first gotta <laughs> bubble up the birds. He's got to bubble up those birds. Okay, so Farah Feyre. standing on a hill. My god, she also has roughly no magics left because of that big glamour down south. Yeah, and then she's like, "More, I can see that you are." itching to get down into that battle. You gotta do it. Yeah. You gotta... Oh, wait. Did you also notice, real quick, I'm so sorry, I have to back up a little. It's a really throwaway line, but I think it's indicative of this whole shitty sister fiasco because they get to Highburn's battle thing, Mm -hmm. and they immediately like attack and go into the fray. But there's this throwaway line that's like, Elaine had been crying and crying since she left Grayson's house. (laughs) I know. And so she went from one tent into Moore's arms and then immediately went back into the next tent after the Illyrian soldiers built it for her again. Yeah. They took some soldiers, some legit soldiers. Some soldiers who had been fighting war. And they built a tent for Elaine to weep in. Many soldiers will die in the war do you think they'll be there to build my tentacles (laughs) Uh. oh i hate her yeah yes you're right okay sorry okay pharaoh's got a bright idea yeah it's the idea that pharaoh has Every time Feyre gets an idea, it is this specific idea. (laughs) I don't know why she didn't think of her idea earlier in this book, but this it does happen once a book that Feyre gets every once a book, Mm
1: -hmm. and it is her
0: big, most brilliant idea when she needs to know something that nobody else knows. But she doesn't ever think of it until like the last minute when she's like, "Oh yeah, that all-knowing thing that I can do." is talk to my BFF, the Surreal, who's just like a raggedy-ass, apparently super mortal dude that just walks around the forest and literally knows all. And all you have to do is throw a cloak at him, like Dobby the fucking house elf, and somehow he's not chained up in anybody's basement. He just roams the world and gives secrets to Feyre only. Yep. Surreal. That's right. The Surreal. You know him well. You know him, you love him. ass eyelidless guy who gives... Unknown answers to Pharaoh. Yeah. So she does go find that surreal. So she, oh, well, she f- first, oh no, she, she has first to, she talks Elaine to go Elaine find it. Yeah. To see where he is. And then Elaine's like, why do you want to go look at that ugly face? And she's like, I got to Elaine also quit being so awful. But surreal really got his digs in because when she gets to that surreal, he's like, Man, didn't really expect those creepy-ass eyes to be staring me down. Yeah. Those creepy-ass big doe eyes really freaked me out. Like, good on you, surreal Yeah. We're calling Elaine creepy. You, the, like, <laughs> white Skeletor, like, creepy-ass, <laughs> beaked, stinky. <laughs> good on you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Get your jabs in. <laughs> so, she windows in and is exhausted from all the stupid cloaking. And then she draws her knife just to be sure, because remember the Weaver and whoever her other brother is is like in this forest called the Middle. And the serial's like, "Fancy meeting you here." Oh hey, Farah. Oh hey, girl. My only friend. And so she turns around, and he's like, "Great to see you for a third time." Yeah, love it. You gonna trap me or like not even go through that effort this time? Not. You're not even gonna remember the whole thing with the chicken and the cloak and the traps. And we're not even gonna do that now. No, no nothing there, here's your secrets here here's everything you need to know <laughs> basically she's <laughs> yeah. all right well Surreal's not that big of a deal anymore it turns um, out the surreal is just a bff yeah so the surreal can't see where the armies are either because it's cauldron magic that are cloaking them and it's it's a tough yeah so then he's like but nesta can track it if you just hand her some bones yeah she can bone it up for you yeah and they're like mm-hmm. okay cool and then she asked it why it didn't work when um, she tried to destroy the cauldron last time. And he says, oh, sweetheart, you didn't hang on for long enough. And she's yeah. like, but cereal, Mr. Cereal, sir, it was going to kill me. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's like, like yeah. yeah, that's how the spell works. Yeah, bitch. So did you think that you were going to defeat the cauldron without any kind of sacrifices? I really liked this. Me like, too. Ooh. Yeah. It's like, nice try. And then...
1: He we says does something um, else. Yeah, he oh. says to yeah, tell he
0: does he tells Amron what page numbers <laughs> the answers are on. My yep. god, you pack a dumbass, <laughs> Slytherin. You, you need you need an all-knowing beast in the in the middle of the ancient forest <laughs> to tell you what page the answers are on? Are you kidding me, Amran? <laughs> well, Aaron, apparently you have to combine those two pages and they're at opposite ends of the book oh they're so far from each other so they're really far although if somebody told me that the meaning of life was on page two and the penultimate page of this mm-hmm. book i'd be like Ugh, too much <laughs> i'm never gonna get there <laughs> so then it's in the middle of saying something it's probably like complimenting pharaoh's blush Feyre, or something you're so beautiful and, and then an smash. Ash arrow <laughs> pierces it in the neck neck and so Farah ducks behind a tree and then it gets hit by another ash arrow like in the chest probably mm-hmm. and doesn't Farah get hit with one no and then i Andy. no farrah is fine you want to come at me about this i'm just gonna no i think you're right <laughs> but i am gonna gets hit look by, at by my some kindle of its black blood for a different i'm gonna look at a kindle Please. for a different Please look Reason. for your Kindle for anything. Wait, what did you just say? She gets sprayed with a blood? She, yeah, she gets hit with his black blood. In is, the face. Is that a something? Does that do something I don't know. bad for her? No. i You're asking read. me if Feyre no, got I'm hit by something, I'm just going to to make bitch. sure that we really hit all the points in the next please, chapter. Please Bonder. open up your Kindle for the first time this whole episode. <laughs> Ow! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Sick burn. It's actually not even true. She's been on it. Okay, so then Feyre <laughs> hides behind a tree and she hears the sickly sweet giggle of Ianthe off Ugh. in the distance. And Ianthe's like, Feyre, why will it talk to you but not to me? <laughs> and it's gross. And so then Ianthe explains to Feyre that she tried to capture the surreal a while ago to get some answers about I don't know, something. And it refused to talk to her. So she put a tracking spell on the cloak that she gave it Mm -hmm. that would be triggered if Feyre showed up for this exact purpose, because everyone knows that this is Feyre's one and only idea. Mm -hmm. So meanwhile, the cereal is on the ground and it's mouthing, run to her, run, it's saying. What? Tell me everything. (laughs) Nothing. I've just finished skimming the next chapter so that we... Hit all the good top. Good Are you points. really happy because you found out she did get hit by an ash arrow, Eric? No, I'm just happy to be done with my readings. Please continue. Oh, oh! So <laughs> what you're telling me is that she did not get hit I by any sort of ash arrow. Did misread a sentence? <laughs> <laughs> I did misread the word flesh to be fresh. <laughs> what, Feyre? said something about needing wanting to heal the cereal, but she couldn't because the ash arrow wound was in its flesh or something like that. And I read it as she had a wound that was so fresh. Like I I thought that she had gotten a wound and that's why she couldn't heal the right cereal. That's not true. I believe because I did read it twice just now because I was like, I found it. She had that fresh (laughs) wound. And I was like, oh it's a flesh wound. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> so anyway, mm-hmm. so the Surreal keeps on looking at Feyre and saying, run, run, run. run Feyre run, is thinking to herself, I can fix the Surreal just like I fixed Resand because the Surreal, remember, in, in last book is the one that told Feyre how to fix mm-hmm. Resand." with her blood and everything like that and so she's fully ready. But they don't have true love. What? They have friend love, but not true romance it love. It doesn't matter. She can I think heal it had a lot anybody. to do with. I think it had a lot to do with how Reese did heal in that cave. Okay, maybe. Maybe. Anyway, so Pharaoh won't, and she decides to draw them away from the cereal because she wants to give it a chance to get away, or like at least get the arrows out or whatever. Mm-hmm. So she comes into the clearing, and she's like, "I should have slit your throat in that tent, Ianthi." Yeah. Ooh, it's nice. And then she books it. She runs like hell. Yeah. Through the woods for miles and miles, she's running, yeah. chasing the smell of burning hair. That's the one. Yeah. And so the woods are like parting for her and helping her while it's um, hindering them by like slapping branches against them and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like the woods are on Feyre's side. And I found that to be very sexy. Everybody's on Feyre's side. Yeah. And all of a sudden she sees that thatched roof of hair and she goes careening in to the cottage of the weavers the wood. The Weaver of the Wood. Oh, the Weaver of the Wood. <laughs> and so the, she holds the door open because remember the Weaver's house always uh, locks the door on you. Yeah. And so she's holding it with all of her High lady strength. And Ianthi's out there going Feyre, you're so tedious. You really yeah, should so- just let me murder you up. She's thinking really hard or, or maybe she even says out loud like, help me as she runs into the cottage. Yeah. yeah. And then Schmerger's like, we're going to have to kill whoever's in there, too, you realize. You're Ha-ha, so selfish. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. So, I am and the guards go in. And uh, the weaver, meanwhile, is like, what are you? And also, like, what did you bring me? And she's like, dinner. Lunch or dinner. Yeah. It, it's a meal. You know It's what? a meal. It's a meal. She's, like, ringing that cowbell. It's nice. And so, mm-hmm. she leaves and the door sl- shuts and she runs back to the Surreal, and for like half a mile, she can hear Ianthe at all screaming. It's nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then... She runs back. Erin, this is where I cry every single time. I had not cried this hard since Dobby the Elf died. Really? For this Surreal. Yes, Erin! Did you have to cry harder for Dobby the Elf or Hedwig the Owl? Oh, God. Because I feel like oh, Hedwig God. the Owl, I just had this discussion with my friend, like, yesterday. I just feel yeah. like it's a worse death. I feel like it's a worse death. Because, you know, like, I feel like... Sorry, guys. Bing no, you're bong. fine. Big boom bang. Harry Potter hiatus with Aaron. Uh-huh. I yeah. just feel like... I feel like it's a very fitting end for Dobby yeah. to die saving his friends in Harry Potter. That's what he would have wanted. Yeah. That's the death he would have wanted. Hedwig, I mean... And no one even, like, gives a fuck. She just, like... He shot out of the sky, and Harry's like, okay, when's dinner? Like, it's very, like, there's no Hedwig funeral. There, no one gives a shit. I know. It's awful. Awful. And that bird sat in a fucking cage every summer, just waiting to get out. I know. She delivered messages far, far away, dangerous messages from All him. All it wanted right? was, like, a mouse every once in a while and a beak scratch, you know? I know. Hedwig you know? was so good and so pure. Yeah, we didn't deserve Hedwig. Anyway, that death and how unmourned she was made me lose it. Yeah. I think I think it didn't hit me as hard Ugh. because it came out of nowhere and it was so unceremonious, you know? She, I was just she like, like she was not like to be with friends. <laughs> yes. Dobby slayed me and so Ugh. did the Surreal, okay? I did not cry when the Surreal died. I oh my god. That's insane to me I'm sorry Uh, so first of all she's like I'm so oh so she says what can I do because she wants to heal it and it says don't waste your magic on me you don't have enough magic left in you right now and I'm already gone and she says Mm -hmm. what can I do and it says stay it breathed stay until the end and so she took its bony hand in hers and she says I'm sorry and then it's like oh I knew about the tracking I knew of it I knew of the tracking spell. Ugh. And she says, then why come at all? And then the Surreal says, you were kind. You fought your fear. You were kind. But also, like, Surreal, know your worth. Like, yeah, you're I stinky. Know. Like, yeah, you're ugly. And like, yeah, you wear your tattered clothes. But like, but you know, every one of the most ancient, most smartest things in fairyland. Like, know your worth, Surreal. Know. You know? And so she said, thank you for helping me, and no one else would. And then uh, this and then this thing with no lips smiles. And it says, <laughs> <laughs> it says, Feyre. <"Sera." laughs> Maybe that's why I just kept thinking about how creepy it would be. Watch something with no eyelids cry and like I smile with was, no lips uh, and like bleed to so, death. It makes it sweeter to me. So then it says, I told you to stay with the High Lord and you did. And then this is where all of us were like. Oh my gosh, he wasn't talking about Tamlin. He was talking about Rhysand the whole time. And then we get to the point. Which, Serial, you could have been a little more clear. Erin. Sorry. I'm sorry. While you were crying outside, there was a dog riding a (laughs) four-wheeler. No, (laughs) Erin! Yes, there's a dog (laughs) riding a (laughs) four-wheeler. I couldn't tell you while you were having that monologue, but now I can because we're done with it. It is I'm a Jack Russell Terrier with this and it is riding <laughs> a four wheeler down the street and it is adorable. <laughs> All right, sorry, I'm sorry. I am were you, not done with just, this. Wait, monologue. Okay, so, I'm sorry. <laughs> when you edit this, edit it, um, when for make it be at the end. <laughs> No, I think the comic relief in the middle is nice. It's a nice okay. it's a nice little breakup of the, the it sweet looks tragedy. Like wishbone writing motherfucking <laughs> four-wheeler. Is it by itself on the four-wheeler? No, there is a man. Damn it. It's in front of the man, making it look oh. like it's actually the Jack Russell Terrier because it's got its paws up on the thing. Oh my god. It makes That's it look like much. it's the one driving and the man is the one passenging. <laughs> What a, what a day, you know? What, what a, a sight to see on this day. Wow. <laughs> wow. Did you see that, David, my husband came in to tell me oh, that. I while, saw it. While you were crying, he came in, he's like, I, hey, because he's not supposed to come in when I'm podcasting <laughs> because of the noise, you know? So he was like, <laughs> hi, sorry, but it is important. There's a dog riding a four-wheeler down the street. <laughs> that... He's right. That is the kind of news I need to know while I'm podcasting. <laughs> that is that is some good news, as John krasinski would say. <laughs> it's important. Yeah. Anyway, okay, back sorry. So then I saw your eyebrows change. Yes, we're back. Yes, we're back. So Fayra, she asked the cereal its name because the cereal is more like its species, I guess. <laughs> and it says, Does it matter? And and then it does oh it's uh, know your worth, cereal. And then it tries to get rid of her because it doesn't want her to get attacked by other things in the wood. And stop making that eyelidless, lipless face at me, Aaron, Stop <laughs> I'm tucking in my lips and smiling and nervous because she understands how creepy it would look. <laughs> so it says, Favorite archeron, the cereal said again, gazing at the leafy canopy, the sky peeking through it, a painful inhale, a request. I leaned close, anything another rattling breath leave this world a better place than how you found it and it's oh, and as its chest rose and stopped altogether as its breath escaped in one last sigh i understood why the surreal had come to help me again and again not just for kindness but because it was a dreamer mm-hmm. And it was, and it was the heart of a dreamer that had ceased beating inside its monstrous chest. Oh, and I cried. And I cried. <laughs> and Feyre cried and cried. And she, she never buried got her. To that cereal's name. Never. Because it wasn't about oh. the cereal. And then Helion comes up and she's like, give me your clothes. Yeah. And then she puts Helion's cloak all over that cereal. I don't know that Helion was cool with that. She puts the nicest cloak that's ever been on Prithian's fair earth Mm -hmm. on that surreal. I wish, I bet the surial wishes that she would have given him that cloak when he was alive. And then Helion burns, cremates it respectfully with the power of a thousand suns. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: then he winnows them back to the camp, you guys (laughs) winnows them back to the camp. And so then. She's with a resand. More so mad, you guys. You guys. More is throwing such a bitch fit because Feyre didn't leave a note. She's so mad. I mean, everybody's pretty and, mad. Like, and they've all got something I'm saying to, as like a bit. She's literally, they literally say, Leave a note, Feyre. Yeah. <laughs> yes. like, When you go off an adventure, leave a note. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> Which I thought was very funny. Yeah. Oh, and guys, so they won barely. And Cassian. He got oh, he's hurt real bad. He's he got a his, super slash. All his intestines were out and stuff. He was disemboweled. Yes. This on is that what fighting would definitely field. be called a big slash. Big stab? I would not No. Big slash. Big you slash. You got this. Yeah. Actually, I got this one again. <laughs> I was on team slash. I was on team slash. False. I was on big slash. Were you? I was the one that thought it was big, and you were the one that saw, thought it was small. No, I was the. No, one of I us was, thought it was a slash and one of us thought it was a stab. Oh, I thought That's I said what it I was. thought it was a big stab and you were saying, no, it was a slash. That's right. But this is a big slash, which is the best of both worlds <laughs> and does take your <laughs> intestines all the way out. I would even call it, dare I say, a super slash. Super slash? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Super <laughs> slash, brothers. Oh, my yeah. gosh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And Reese is really mad at Cassian because he's like, you didn't do a direct order that I gave you. Uh, correct. I'm team Reese on this one. Yeah. Team yeah, Reese. Yeah, he's the High Lord. Yeah. Your order totally. was bullshit? Oh, n- guess who's not the general anymore, Cassian? You. Yeah. That's I know. easy. I know. Done. Demoted. <sighs> yeah. But anyway, they do a really nice bro makeout, out and it's fine. They because don't. Because... Guys, don't, they don't make out. That's headcanon. Listen, that... No, that's what happens. They leave. Their heads are together. Yeah. They are at each other's. Did they end. make out though? Yeah, I think no, so. No, that's <laughs> nobody had canon. Everybody up- be cool. No one try to find this page in the book. Okay. Pick up your Kindle you guys and look because it happens. Everybody <laughs> it it's so hot you guys that everybody has to leave the tent. That's yeah. why everyone leaves the tent because no, they're not. like Resand and Cassian need a bro moment. No and it is a beautiful thing to behold and I beheld it on the page mm-hmm. sure so just uh-huh. like how Feyre got stabbed by the ash arrow that's something oh I beheld gosh. on the page in fact guys- I can't wait for this to turn into Cassian being the one that gets invited to their their mate bed to worship Feyre's cunt I'm, I'm so excited <laughs> about it <laughs> It's going to happen after that big makeout that I saw. You can write a fanfic. I don't think that's going to be
1: <laughs> what happens.
0: So Feyre does a big misstep here. Feyre gets into people's personal business in this one-fifth of the saga in a big way. So Moore's very like, you're a liar. You lied to me. You lied because I. you said you didn't tell me where you were going. And then you went and did serial times. Yeah, you duped me into being an enabler. And is like, oh... You want to talk about lying? How about you're lying yeah. to yourself about how you're in love with Azriel and your personal life? And it's like, those are not the same thing. Like, there is taking... This is the worst it's thing you can do close. in an argument, guys. You're arguing about one thing, and Feyre takes a step to the side mm-hmm. and accuses her of lying about a totally different, totally separate issue that has nothing to do with Feyre. Yeah. And tries to sideline the argument with a red herring. It's not okay. It's not okay. Yeah, Feyre. don't fight like this, you guys. No, this isn't live. It. It's bad. Yeah. The end. Okay. But anyway, yeah. so more gets real mad and pissy about that, which she should have, and then they stalked off. Yeah, and, and she's then... like, get out. Yeah. And so Farah does. And she runs right into amarin And Amran is like, first of all, stop leaving me at home because somebody gets gutted every time you do it, and I'm over it. And second of all, maybe be careful. About the things you say to more because she might be the truth teller, but there are certain truths she's not ready to face herself. So, like, cool it, yeah, Feyre. Yep. So they go to a... No, Nesta's gonna scatter those bones, Willow style. Yeah, she's gonna <laughs> throw some bones, like, playing yeah. craps. Yep. Yeah, and she's like, so what, I just throw these bones like some backstreet charlatan? And it's like, Nesta, you lived in a mud shack for, like, a long time where you didn't have any, like, food and yeah. you 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 sucked for a long time in terms yeah. like you're cool it Nesta okay anyway uh-huh. so she does gather up those bones okay and then and then, and then Amron is like reach out into the land with your brain find that tether that you have with the cauldron and like follow the tether but don't spook the cauldron don't touch it don't <sighs> touch like, it she's like I'm gonna spook it I'm gonna spook it though I'm gonna spook <laughs> it I wanna spook it <laughs> I, I really i want to be spooky i'm spooky i'm <laughs> so spooky nesta says so she like loses her shit she goes like catatonic and so pharaoh goes in there with some demon teeth. yeah she jumps into her brain and you guys spoiler alert nesta's brain sucks <laughs> 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 like ah! elaine's brain is like boring and it's like flowers or whatever nesta's brain is like oof! it's rough in here it's like a fortress and it's like it's like gothic fortress unpleasant in her brain it's rough um and then there she is just like hanging out with the cauldron and the king of highburn and she's just standing there staring at it and then they realize that they're not only staring at the cauldron but the cauldron is, is staring, staring at, at them. them. Ooh, the eye of the evil bathtub is, tor- uh-huh. is turned toward them. <laughs> and then they must run as fast they as they can run. to get away from the evil bathtub, the cauldron. And it's running after them. is like, drop those bones. Drop and so them now. Drops the bones and then they get sucked back into the present times where they're supposed to be. And then all those bones go <laughs> on the map and they, they yeah. go to the right spot. Yeah, and you guys, we totally forgot about this moment in which Nesta was really nervous about doing this, this bone craps game. And so Cassian came over, and he reassured her, and he's had his hand on the small of her back throughout everything we just said. Hot. Hot. Yeah. And so she does a little tiny feint, and so he catches her. And meanwhile... He just got disemboweled. Yes. So he you know flinches a little bit. This is he not just a got, he also thing. got reemboweled, like his intestines yes. aren't mm-hmm. hanging out still. No. And they know that Hyburn et al. are in the western section of the human lands, not mm-hmm. one hundred miles away from Fera's hometown. Yeah. But imagine it, you guys, it's like the eye of Sauron and like Frodo just put on the ring and it's like the whole yes. eyeball just went but now it's, it's oh, looking yeah. right at him. Oh, yeah. Rough. So then Cassian looks at Nesta, and he says, food or bed? Ha-ha. <laughs> and everybody got their hopes up. And then yeah. Nesta said, bed. And so everyone knew that it wasn't going to be a fun time. <laughs> and then Feyre goes to bed, too. And Feyre has spooky dreams as well. Yeah, she had a spooky dream. And then she wakes up, and she's like, well, I guess that was just a dream. Yeah. Which, when we were like, but it was included on the page, Feyre, so... Something must have happened. The thing that happened in the dream is that Grayson was at the edge of the wood calling to Elaine saying Mm -hmm. that he knows of a way to change her back into a human and he wants to get in her again. And he's really stoked about being with her for Ebzies. Which like, how much does Elaine suck that she A, wants to be a human again and B, wants this guy back? Elaine! Elaine. Elaine. You deserve, even you deserve better than this. Yes. Elaine. Yes. So everybody knows, right? Amron has heard the thing and Nesta feels the disturbance in the force. And so they all congregate like in between tents and they're like something is going on and all the maid chicks around are like mm-hmm. we can hear the cauldron singing in the darkness. <laughs> and <laughs> it's yeah. like whole thing and the cauldron is like getting much further away as it sings and the the boys are like we don't hear anything though. And they're like, this is not a boy. This, this very is cauldron made shit. This is this is, this is cauldron made Cauldron made club. Jesus. Stuff. Oh, oh, Aaron, how Melody. dare we? I'm what? so sorry. We have to back up again. What? Because yeah, because we're when we so were back it's so long. <laughs> it's so we're long. almost done, Dick. But are we? We're back yes. up. <laughs> we are what? not far. Because when we were back in that tent. Uh huh. Varian came in. Oh, didn't say yes, a goddamn yes, yes, word. Yes. He looked back up. Good job, Melanie. <laughs> Good job. Oh my gosh. He's still got mud and blood all over oh, his face from that battle. He, he is he goes covered in, in grime. And he cups Amarin's monster glow face in his Fairy hands and, and they, she and she is shocked. She doesn't know what's going to go on. And then he does a big smoocher out. on rawr, her face, rawr, rawr, rawr. make out. She tosses her legs around his waist. He lifts her up without looking at a goddamn thing, and he marches her out of that tent and to a tent in which he can appropriately fuck her until dawn. Loved it. Oh, loved it. It was incredible. Anyway, so they're all what a story around. too for Valium, you know oh god yeah yeah he's gonna I go to sleep so happy for is a monster years. a thousands year old monster dragon in a skin suit how <laughs> awesome oh. must that have been her eyeballs Glow. I know. I don't know how the earth didn't shake when she came. You know what I mean? Maybe it did. There's maybe, maybe one person did. in perineum that has had sex with somebody who was imprisoned in that crazy monster prison. Oh. Like, can you imagine the story of that? Good oh job, God. What is his name? Varian. Very legend. legend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He's a legend. And Amryn, right now, when she's talking about all this, is wearing Varian's shirt. And Varian is bare chested. So, you know, we're all excited about that. Yeah. And then they're like, hey, there's one more cauldron made bitch that I just can't put my finger on. Where is she? Mm. And everybody starts doing a big panic because Elaine's not there. Mm. But Farrah knows where she is. Yeah. Because the dream that Farah had was yeah, the wasn't same shit happened to Farah. And she, she looked at her dad standing at the edge of the yeah. shore and she's like, nah. Nope. Yeah. That doesn't <laughs> seem believable. That doesn't I'm gonna sound go right. i to back to bed. But <laughs> Elaine was like, please Kraytorm, takes <laughs> oh me away. God. You're so right. Oh my god.
1: <laughs>
0: Elaine. <laughs> Elaine. So Elaine's been cauldron-napped. <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yep. It's so funny. That's and that ha- that we got to be done. Is where we are going to yeah. pick up in the next episode, and it's going to be the last episode. HBs, don't. Are you sad? Don't make promises. You don't. <laughs> <grr>. <laughs> don't. <laughs> Anything could happen, my friend. Remember that's true. We thought this was a two-parter. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm i going to be honest with you, Erin. I never thought this was a two-parter. You bitch. <laughs> I, <laughs> I thought it was a three-parter from the beginning. You lied to me. Like, more I was, lied to herself. I was letting you have your beautiful dreams. Well, and I sometimes, think sometimes I let you have your beautiful dreams. Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah. Exactly. You. You're welcome. Do you have a lady in love? Yeah, I do. Okay. I do. It's a little show that just came out on Hulu. Hulu pulled a big Netflix, and it all came out at once, which was I was not prepared for. It is called The Great. Have you watched all of it yet? Listen, I had to stop when I got to 24 minutes before the end of the last episode. Okay. Because it was a big anxiety. I'm worried. I'm worried. I'm worried she's not going to go through with it. I'm worried she is going to go through with it. I'm worried. I'm worried. I right? watched it all. I watched it all over the weekend. I loved it. It's a great show. It is a great show. It's so funny. If you are not in a great place right now, uh huh, I would recommend waiting. Yes, I'm talking to listener. Yeah, Melody, do whatever Melody wants. Sure, but sure, just sure. I'm saying, hey, listener, if you are a person who is consuming a lot of heas right now because you need those heas. This might not be the show for you in this moment, but it is a very good show. And it's very funny. Oh, no. Is it not an H.E.A.? I'm not, I'm not in a spoiler zone. I just want Honestly, I don't to even know. know what an H.E.A. would be in this scenario. Yeah, that's I'm the so thing, out of I'm my depth. It, it's going to put you through. It's going to put you through a little bit. It's not all like irreverent, um, uh, happy, upbeat, you know, because when you watch the trailer for The Great, it's very like teehee. <laughs> Yeah, we're making fun of history, sort of thing. Uh huh. Um, and it it does it does pull an emotion, and it does pull some big sads too. Whoa! So I just want everybody to know that. Oh wow! I'm sorry, I'm not trying to spoil anything, but like sometimes you need like a, a this is a, a trigger warning maybe. Yeah, for sad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A trigger <gasps> warning for sometimes for sad. Sad. Listen, you know what I did do though? Hmm. I did Google up Catherine the Great. Yeah. To see what happened in real history. Uh huh. So I know that they have to stick fairly close to that. Yeah, yeah. Which would be fine with me. Yeah. So. I'm not saying it's a devastate.
1: I'm okay, just good. saying,
0: you cool. know, it is going to pull some emotions on you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's all. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Well, but Nicholas Holt is uh, wonderful in this. I have never liked him before, and now all of a sudden oh. I'm into it. Elle Fanning is completely wonderful in this. Well. This thing is really good. It's really good. Okay, Erin, what's your lady love? Tell me everything. I have found a few apps that are games that are nothing games. Sometimes, Uh so every once in a while I'll get a game app and then game app is all I am. I can't casually (laughs) have a puzzle game on my phone. Like I can't just Mm -hmm. carry around on my phone a Candy Crush. Right. I have to get from beginning to end of game or game yes. consume Aaron. yes it has become difficult at times where my husband has had to shake me and be like all you are is dots you know like that <laughs> <laughs> becomes a problem yeah that's why i don't have any games on my phone at all but i've needed i don't know about you like i i have a lot of phones hearings and i have a lot of like sit and watch things and i just need like a second yeah. screen a lot lately yeah. Um so I have discovered a game called Bead Sort. Okay. Which, there's two colors of beads, but they're in two opposite sometimes there's more, sometimes it's more colors of beads, but they're in the wrong <laughs> containers. <laughs> oh. And all it is, there's no levels, there's no beat it, there's no timer. There Whoa. you just you just in a zen way, just take your you have a little tube and you suck them up in your tube and you just move them to the right container. Oh, and shit. then you go to the next level and it's not any harder or less hard but it's just different beads. <laughs> it's just just different colors. And that's it. It's wow. That beautiful. sounds very satisfying. And then there's another app called Just Mowing. And you just ride, oh. you ride your little lawnmower and uh-huh. you just it's a little guy, he's riding a lawnmower and you just turn him and then you mow the whole lawn and then you click and you go to the next lawn, and then you mow that lawn. And again, <laughs> there are technically like levels. The more lawns you mow, you get like a new hat or whatever. But the sure. lawns do not become harder or, or, or more, you know, you don't have to do them faster. They're yeah. not like more difficult. You just mow the lawn, and then uh-huh. you mow the next lawn. <laughs> <laughs> and it has been a tonic for my soul. Oh wow, I like that. Just mowing, just mowing. Yeah, that's what we're doing. bead sort. <laughs> you know, I think uh. I think you, Melody, will particularly like bead sort. Yeah, that, that sounds really good. Yeah, it seems like something you would you would like. Yeah, all right. You can find us. Yeah, on Facebook, Heaving Bosoms Podcast Facebook Group, Heaving Bosoms Podcast Geriatric Friendship Cult Instagram heaving bosoms twitter heaving underscore bosoms correct website heaving bosoms.com patreon patreon.com forward slash heaving bosoms podcast that's and that is where for the low low price of five dollars per month you can get all of our bonus content including recently most recently i don't know by the time this comes out but most recently at the time that i am reading abraham lincoln fuck lord of the moon which was mm. a great time. Um, And merch is on Redbubble, and you can still buy those 2020 HB Meetup t-shirts, and the money's still going to go to Puerto Rico, um, even yep. though we live in a much different world now um, than yeah. when we were actually planning the HB Meetup, which may or may not ever happen, but you can still get the shirts. They're really great shirts. I think that's it. All right, cool. So, everybody, keep trucking along, and keep being a badass and love yourself as much as lady bird johnson loved <laughs> planting a delicate wildflower by the side of a highway beautifying that's, america that's right there you go love yourself that much she, and she loved it you know she did yeah okay she right. did bye right. bye <laughs> <laughs> then we'll do whatever book you want. We're real, real deep into the list, though, so it might be a while. Ah, Lila's. Okay, back to the show.